Hi, I'm Jen DeVore Richter, Business Breakthrough Specialist. The question women business owners are always asking is how do I build a profitable business I love? How do I build a business that generates the income I desire by leveraging my influence to make an impact? We're going to shed light on the truth about what it really takes to be successful on this episode of Boss Women Rock Success Secrets. Welcome back to another episode of the Boss Women Rock Success Secrets Show. This is your host, Jen DeVore Richter. Today, I'm joined by Molly Trotter. As a former television news anchor, Molly has dedicated her life's work to telling other people's stories and giving them a platform for their voice to be heard. After she left the news industry, she found her calling in the world of digital marketing, helping coaches and consultants through on-camera coaching, plus increasing their influence and conversions through custom strategies to grow their business online with the Dream Factory. And today, Molly and I are going to be talking about authenticity and why it's important for coaches, consultants, business owners, professionals to be your true authentic self and what that will do to improve your business and your career. Welcome to the show, Molly. Thanks, Jen. I'm excited to be here. You mentioned in our pre-interview that being fired from the news was one of the top experiences, a, a big lesson that you learned there. And so I'm curious to hear about that. What were you doing at the news and what was the big lesson that you learned from getting fired? I know it's a, it's a positive experience. Actually, the whole thing, even looking back on it, in it, I was, I just felt this burden being lifted. But when I was in the news, I did a little bit of everything. So you would call that a general assignment reporter. So I would talk about fires, car accidents, happy news, sad news. I did a little bit of sports. They put me on the weather wall. I anchored. So I got a lot of experience and I really enjoyed it. But about two years in, I was there for almost five years. I just knew that it wasn't going to be my forever home because of just the doom and gloom every day. And I didn't want to be that person that you woke up to and, you know, just depressing you as soon as you turn on the TV. So long story short, fast forwarding to how I got fired about a year before I got out of news, I really got into my health and fitness journey and being able to share that with other people. And I had a before and after picture and a pretty good one. And apparently it just lit the whole news world on fire. I appeared on blogs. We had people calling my station. How could she post a picture like that? And it was nothing crazy. It actually would look, you know, worse. And I'm putting air quotes for people who do bikini competitions that are in the news, being on stage, parading around a little, you know, string bikini to each their own if you want to do that. It wasn't me. Yeah. So I ended up getting fired for that picture and they never could prove, you know, inside of their contract what I did wrong, but I just felt this burden lift. And I'm like, okay, I'm not sure where I'm going to go from here, mm -hmm. but I do know they did the hard work for me because I didn't know how I was going to get out because I was really good at what I did and I kept excelling. And my whole goal is to come to LA, be a main anchor. And I'm just so glad I got out of that, out of that mess. And so here I am now, and it, looking back on it, definitely a hard experience, but one of the most rewarding because, you know, the news director that let me go, um, that barely said three words in an email telling the station I was gone after all the stuff that I have done for him over the years, I was like, you did me the best favor. Thank you. You know, at the end of the day, thank you. I still have an email to this day of what he sent to the newsroom, and I, I'm probably going to put that up on my wall somewhere as like a, a thank you reminder yeah. <laughs> of where I've come from. Isn't it funny how sometimes what we think we want, 
once you get it and you see the reality of it, you're like, this isn't really what I want. I actually worked at a TV station also. I worked at an ABC affiliate right out of college. It was, I actually got the job in college and then stayed after I graduated. And I was on the other end of the camera. I was writing promotional copy for people to watch the news and writing TV commercials and doing marketing for the station. And my eyes were opened up too, because I thought, oh, being in the media, this is glamorous. And there were a lot of perks to it. I got to say, you know, free event tickets and VIP boxes at the sports games, you know, with the local professional hockey team. But yeah, I had the same experience. I, once I got there, I was like, I don't really want to be here like this. <laughs> I just didn't like the dynamics of the newsroom and and yeah, the doom and gloom and having to report on it. And my job was to get people to watch the news. And I was like, I don't even want to watch the news. I can't be here and be right. authentic. So thanks for sharing that. I appreciate your, your honesty there. So let's dive in and talk about authenticity and what that means in business and what that means to marketers, like coaches, the coaches and consultants that you work with and, and the business owners that might be listening. So what, do you, what does that mean? What does authenticity mean? Authenticity mean? Well, I'll transition even from the news till now. When I was in the news, how I showed up, even on the anchor desk, personality, being myself, that's what people want to see. And I remember a few times that they would say, hey, no, not like that. That's too much. And I sat there scratching my head. I'm like, you want these robots that aren't even relatable? Yeah. That's crazy to me. So that was like some also big signs of like, okay, you're not in the right place. So showing up as your authentic self we hear it all the time kind of cliche but here's what here's the real meat of it and i really want people to pay attention to this so many times people show up as a version of themselves that they think people want to see not who they actually are so the long and the short of it is people feel they don't ever people feel like people don't really actually know who they are because you're not showing up to really who they are and we've all heard it we've all grown up with it two things we don't ever talk about publicly what are those Politics and faith. <laughs> Nobody ever wants to open that up. And here's why. It's because you don't want to rock that boat. You don't want to like make somebody upset, hurt somebody's feelings. But what makes America great is respectfully disagreeing and different opinions. That's what makes this country great. And we're even seeing a lot of it right now. So people are, you know, getting in their feelings because somebody doesn't believe what they believe. As long as you can respectfully disagree and show up as your authentic self saying, this is what I believe, take it or leave it. That's powerful. And I've been doing that for so long now and really highlighting that even during this whole pandemic situation. And it's really actually broadened my network and really got even more specific and intentional and who wants to connect with me, um, who I want to connect with, so on and so forth. But people are so scared of the judgment, the backlash. And if somebody's going to, you know, throw some shade your way, so to speak, because they don't agree with you. That has yeah. nothing to do with you, has everything to do with how they feel and how they're managing their emotions. So showing up powerfully in what you believe, being firm in that, because people will poke at you and be like, hey, do you really believe that? Is that really what you think? Is that really true? If you're like, uh, uh, I don't really know. Well, guess what? They're going to rock that boat and they're going to try to sink it. That's right. human nature, unfortunately. So th showing up authentically is just, this is what I believe. This is what I stand by. Sure, there might be some adjustments and tweaking throughout time as we get older, but mm -hmm. you have to do that. And it's imperative, especially right now, because I'd rather have my circle get much smaller, but be really intentional and know that these people have my back. They have my best intentions at heart. They not, may not believe everything that I believe, but at least they're respectful. That is huge. And I feel like that's really missing in today. Yeah. You know, I think 
something that's coming up for me as you're saying that is I'm what you would call a newbie Christian. I didn't grow up as a Christian. I didn't grow up in the church, but I became one after God started showing up in my life. And as a grown person, as a grown adult, totally by surprise. And when that happened, I really struggled with even letting my family know that I was a Christian and how, and being feeling like I was going to be judged because they weren't Christians. And so I started this and then also showing up as a Christian in my business. Like you're saying, it's like sometimes if people don't agree with you, you feel like they're going to get judged or you feel like you might lose business because of it. Right. Mm -hmm. And when I, when this first happened to me, I started a completely different type of business where I thought I was only going to work with other Christians <laughs> because I felt like they would accept me. And I kind of mm -hmm. went down a business with that and uh, went down a road with that business. And then I started to, you know, a couple years into it, I woke up and I said, you know what, I can just be myself and I can be a Christian. I'm not going to be ashamed of it. And I can have clients that aren't Christians too. It doesn't matter if we, like you said, just respect each other. You can respectfully disagree and we can all just get along with it. Right. So, so that's an instance that I've had where I had to struggle with really showing up as my authentic self. Now I'm completely over it and I'm just, I am who I am and you can take it or leave it, but it's been a journey to get there. What is some advice that you would have for someone who, like you said, feels completely misunderstood or is thinking in their mind, if I show up as my authentic self, I feel like I'm going to get judged or I might lose business. What's some advice that you could give them? Well, first of all, I love that, you know, you're a Christian, as am I. Faith is a huge part of my foundation across the board. Um, and really just even sharing my faith publicly on social media, a little bit on LinkedIn, especially on Instagram, Facebook. Uh, my husband and I even have a, um, a Monday night Facebook Live that we put out there called The God-Given Couple. We talk about relationships openly. And so it's, it can be scary. But the thing is, is that when you're firm in your foundation and your faith, for example, we'll keep on this topic, it's it's refreshing to people, not when you're jumping down their throats, because that's why I feel like people think Christians are jump down their throats. No, yeah. you're going to go to hell if you don't believe Crazy this. Christians. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, no, we're not all like that. You need to show up with grace and mercy and love and show them there's a different light in you. And so that's how I choose to show up on social media. And I've, I've you know, coached and helped a lot of people get to that same point. But you're absolutely right. There are those doubts. And that's the enemy creeping in saying, hey, you're going to lose business. People aren't going to understand. Your following is going to go down. I don't care about my following. If I had 50 people that followed me, but they were all people that I loved, respected, and, and had my back and I had theirs, great. But at the end of the day, you have to have that strong enough faith and belief that no matter if people disagree with you, persecute you, you're going to do it anyways. Cause guess what? You know, in our faith, that's what, that's what happened to Jesus. Like he got persecuted, you know, to the nth degree. So you just got to keep showing up as such. And if you're being persecuted for your faith, you're doing something right. And somebody, it's somebody else's emotions and like just something stirring inside of them. That's why they're attacking you. So as far as business goes, I've seen it be just such a great asset to my business. I've connected with other entrepreneurs that, you know, I, I put out there in my faith. They're like, you know, I really connected on that. Now you have a whole nother foundation knowing that it's bigger than you. It's bigger than both of us because our ripple effect is going to impact so many people for the kingdom in such a bigger way. So you just have to get started. That's my best call to action on that. You just have to get started, put it out there. You'll be surprised who supports you but you're always going to have the haters because the enemy wants to throw darts at you and try to poke holes in your story and, and rock that boat and try to sink it. And it wasn't till really this year, I'm going to be honest, that I was like, you know what? 
I don't care what people say. Like you said, like take it or leave it. This is who I am. <laughs> if you don't like it, that's fine. I don't, I don't need everybody to like me. I'm not here to people please. I'm here to be Molly and be that light the way God's called me to be. So, you know, it's a little bit different for everybody, but in business, I know it's definitely hard. And even in the Christian community, making money at that too, showing up authentically being like, Hey, here's my value. This is what I charge. So many people uh, in faith and even just coaching in general want to downplay their, what they charge and, and what their worth is don't do that. You know, God didn't call us to be broke. He, go out there. Money's a tool. You can bless so many more people with it because after a certain point, you got excess of money. Okay. I'm vested here. I paid this off. Da, da, da. Go give it to people who really need it. There's so many organizations out there. And so um, it's just, it's really interesting to see the perspective on this. I'm so glad we're talking because this is who I am authentically. And I love speaking about this and I've been on other shows and other courses and people ask me to speak on this because it, it doesn't matter if you agree or not, but there's more people that I'm finding that do agree. And they're like, Oh, this is good. We gotta, we gotta keep pushing this out there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And you know, and I think a lot, it's just the insecurity of being an entrepreneur or business owner that's in the public eye. So even if you're not a professional speaker like you and I are, or you know, you're not a coach or consultant who gets paid for your ideas, sometimes just being a professional or in a workplace or being a business owner and feeling like you're not gonna get accepted by your chamber of commerce peers or whatever, can really just lead to just, you know, not feeling like you're yourself, you're kind of showing up as this shell of who you really are. And that doesn't serve anyone. It, it really, it doesn't serve you. It doesn't serve your clients. And, um, you know, I think it's just, for me, the experience of just having that weight lifted and saying, this is just what it is. It's just done, <laughs> right? So what are some actionable items? I know that you coach coaches and consultants on, building their voice and their platform and their brand and all the, the systems and the tools that they might need to get their message out. Mm -hmm. What are some storytelling tips that you could give with authenticity and related to authenticity that would be really helpful for them? Yeah, that's a great point. Uh, I would say what I did is I didn't have somebody when I was growing up even in my adulthood that I could follow that was like, oh yeah, you're going to be a mentor. Actually, quite the opposite. I was in search for a mentor until really I never found anybody that I needed. Now I'm trying to become her for other people. Mm -hmm. So here's who I started following. I started following this woman on Instagram, on social media, and the way she kept putting this information out there of the value she was learning, whether it was a book, a podcast from a mentor, wherever it was from, the way she put it up there, anybody who read that post, they could reverse engineer, or excuse me, anybody who read that post would get value out of it. So then I started reverse engineering. How did she get there? You know, what circles does she need to be in um, in order to, to get that kind of information and that wisdom? So that's usually what I've taught people on is like, hey, if you need a frame, like a reference, go look at my social media, see what I mean, because you got to see it in writing. Like if you had a, a quote that popped up, Okay, now break down, what does this quote mean? How does it relate to society? What's happening right now in the world? So many people right now are talking about, you know, faith and fear and pivoting in their business, for example. Well, you know, we're all going through that. Show up authentically. And if you're having a rough day, it's okay to share that, not dump your dirty laundry on everybody, but give a silver lining. Hey, I had a really tough day, but this is what I learned and this is how I can grow from it. Or you had an awesome day. 
oh my gosh, I remember when I had $20 in my bank account, but now three years later, I'm, you know, making six figures and helping people do X, Y, and Z, never give up on your dreams. Like people can relate to stories like that. But my biggest thing for people is take people along that journey with you, no matter where you're at. So many people see these, and I'm putting air quotes again, overnight successes, but those overnight success people are not showing their journey along the way because they don't want people to see their vulnerability. Right. Just, just like authenticity, vulnerability, it was tough when you asked me for a topic here, they really go hand in hand and yeah. vulnerability, that word scares people. <laughs> it's like, oh my gosh, wait, what do you mean? That's where you're really going to have a tight tribe and people that really connect with you. It's like, wow. A lot of respect that you can put that out there and you can share that and be open no matter what kind of comments or criticism that could come your way, but that makes you who you are. And my uh, a quote that I came up with a long time ago that I share all the time is our story is meant to be mentorship to somebody else. So it's almost selfish if we don't go out there and share, Hey, this is what I went through because somebody right now has been where you have been before, or they mm -hmm. are, they're here right now and you've been there before. So why not share to be able to give them some insight and so hopefully that answers your question. I know I went on a little tangent there, but that's how I have really learned to put my value out there is by just, what are these life lessons that are all around us? We're learning so many new things in a day. What books are you reading? What are you listening to? What stands out to you? What's shifting your perspective? That's mm -hmm. what people want. They want to shift in perspective either for or against. And how are you going to help them shape whatever it is that they're looking for? I love that. And I have a quote that I say to my clients, I say rock, you know, don't look at it as rock bottom. Look at it as a clean slate because we've all had rock bottom moments. Okay. I gave up a corporate career working for ABC television and NASA and all these really cool places and decided to become an entrepreneur. And when I got sick, I lost everything. And I went through a really dark period of two years where I had to rebuild myself physically, mentally, spiritually, financially with my business, the whole nine yards. Like it, you couldn't have gotten to a more clean slate, position. And I always tell people, I'm so glad that that happened to me because if it wouldn't have happened, I wouldn't be who I am now. And so while it was the worst thing that ever happened to me, it was also the best thing that ever happened to me. And I intentionally share that just to be a source of hope and inspiration and a light to people's lives. And you can do the same thing with your rock bottom moments or with your periods where you feel like you're in a clean slate. Because Molly is right. Someone right now is hoping, wishing, and praying for you to come along in their life. And they want to be able to relate to you. And they want to be able to feel like someone else has gone through what they are going through. Absolutely. That's so good. I love it. I just wrote down your quote just now. I was like, that is, that is so true. Because I'll, I'll even add this little tidbit in there. Not only when I got fired from the news did that happen, yeah. but right, right before that happened, I, um, a man that I thought I was going to marry, I call him my almost ex-fiance, asked my parents for permission to marry me. Mm -hmm. I found out that he was cheating on me and the girl he cheated on me with, she didn't know about me. She reached out via Instagram. And so that blew up in my face. He ended up moving across the country. Then I got fired. So talk about a clean slate, as you would put it. Boom, yeah. boom, nothing. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, well, what do I have to lose? I'm going to pack up my car and sell what doesn't fit and move to California. And that's what I did. And here I am. So I had to show up, I had to show up for myself in moments where at that time I didn't have very many people I could depend on. So I was just hurt by so many people at one time. Mm -hmm. And then I was just like, we just gotta go for it. But you know, I was open and vulnerable along the way of growing in my journey with people, even when I had hard days and it wasn't easy. But I'm like, you know what? 
someone's going to get some value from this and they're going to, they're going to be able to take something. And my story is so much bigger than me. So I wanted to share it. So I wanted to share that little piece of vulnerability because again, if I'm, if I'm saying, Hey, you do it, I got to show up first, you know? Yeah. And, well, and you did it also just by, you know, the opening introduction of how, what you learned when you got fired from the news, you know, most people, when they come on shows or they're standing on stages, they want to act like they've always made all the best decisions in their entire life and everything's just worked out swimmingly in their career. And that's not the reality and that's not the truth. So thank you for sharing that Molly. Yeah, so the, the final little bit of conversation that I want to have here before we wrap up the show is the, the point that you made in our pre-interview about always being a student and being eager to learn. So we're learning from our life lessons. We're learning from our personal stories and how they can be used to impact other people. What else, what other piece of advice would you like to leave our listeners about being a student? Yeah, I mean, it's easy to learn from people that are directly around you, whether it's in your workplace or people that, um, your family, friends, I love being intentional in everything that I do. So intentionally putting yourself out there into new networks, you know, mm -hmm. go out there, go meet new people and always be a student, no matter if they've made more money than you or less money than you, no one's better than you. Some people have that attitude that they are, but I don't believe that I am. And I can learn something from just about anyone if I'm really listening mm -hmm. and um, just see that they have something that I want at the end of the day. I always put myself around people who have something that I want or that I'm striving to, to get to. And I feel like that is a, a definitely a superpower is like, I love to network. I call myself a fearless networker. I get in there and I don't care if you've made 10 times the amount of money I have, I'm still going to come to the conversation confident and, and we're going to talk about something and there's going to be some kind of connection there because I just have that, that gifting of being able to connect and just love on people because you can make, again, the most money, be the most successful, but you might have a lack of love and empathy and people showing up for you in your life. So you really feel seen, heard, and appreciated. Those all really do matter. So you also got to pour back into other people, not only showing up for yourself authentically, but pour into the people that you think, oh, they have it all together. They're good. Your mentors, people who, you know, have made it big. We're still people at the end of the day with feelings, with troubles, with things going on. And everybody needs somebody to check in on. So um, that's just a standard that I live by. I love it. So the best way for our audience to connect with you, you mentioned that you love Instagram. Can you go ahead and give everyone your Instagram handle? Yeah, Instagram is probably the easiest because I don't know if there's other Molly Trotters out there. So um, Molly underscore Trotter, even on Facebook, actually, I just got married recently. So it's Molly Trotter Gomez. So you should be able to find me with that now that I have that. I kept the trotter in there just because a lot of people know me by that. So should be pretty easy on that one. But yeah, send me a message. Let me know that you heard me on this show. And I'd love to be able to connect and hear your story because I just love getting to know people and the, the person behind the skill set or whatever it is that you do because we're, we're people first and our business is second. So I always love to know people. Absolutely. And you have a free gift for our listeners. Also a free clarity call. I'm going to go ahead and put a link to Molly's calendar. This is so generous of you. Thank you for doing that. 30 minutes for a free clarity call. You can find the link in the description box down below or in the show notes. Thank you so much for sharing your story, being your authentic self and inspiring us to be our authentic selves as well, Molly. Thank you, Jen. I had a great time. I really appreciate the opportunity. Did you know that chasing after clients and opportunities one at a time is a waste of time and money? I know it sounds crazy because we're so used to hearing about cold calling, networking groups, or just getting your name out there. And while those tactics can be important in some businesses, 
I want to share the secrets with you that will revolutionize the way that you look at your future as a marketer or a brand. So what is the best way to attract clients and opportunities to you? It's attraction marketing. The big idea here is to stop randomly running from networking event to networking event or from random marketing tactic to random marketing tactic. You just need a process set up to attract people to you like a magnet and have more fun doing it. For that reason, I have created the Boss Woman Rock magazine, which is a nice compliment to this podcast and absolutely free. You can subscribe for free today at bosswomenrockmagazine.com.